Behold, trapped in a hellscape of their own invention, socially unaware old white men bound by the pretense of being fake lawyers yet knowing no law, no exquisite Latin terminology, they are inexplicably compelled to quibble over minutia, squabble over triflings and bicker like those who value their backyards far too highly without even knowing the difference between an easement and an alleyway. At this very moment, you have entered the heart of the law offices of quibble, squabble and bicker. Let's get started. Welcome. Oh, let me just back that up a little bit. Give a little pause. Helps for editing purposes when I don't talk right before I say welcome. So, welcome to another edition of... <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> is wrong this NPR with me now? <laughs> welcome, welcome to another edition. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely not NPR. It's QSB. Welcome to another edition of the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker on a July 28th, 2021. I just realized I haven't said the date in like weeks. I don't know why I haven't done that. Anyway, uh, we have a very, very special guest today. One of the more talented people we've had on as far as we know and hope. Uh, her name is Shauna Toft. She is uh, an actor based out of Texas. She's been in uh, numerous different productions. And uh, she may or may not be helping us out later with our fake client, Garbage Eaters Anonymous. Um, but in the meantime, we, we don't necessarily have a sponsor for today, but I think I came up with a quick one, which is, um, I don't know where my keys are, biscuits and box cutters. So that's our uh, our sponsor for today. Biscuits and box cutters, they, <laughs> they do both. They do. They're, uh, they're useful in many different ways. Normally, Brendan, our co-host, comes up with a, a, a much more well-rounded and fully fleshed out sponsor, and I had to do it off the top of my head. Anyway, Shana, welcome very much to the show. We appreciate you having you here. I, I'm, I'm sorry that you may be having a tornado hitting your, your house soon. And um, But why don't you tell us a bit about, um, I mean, you, you got into acting a bit later in life. Is that correct? Yes and no. I got okay. into the film side of it a little bit later. But okay. I grew up doing theater, which I absolutely loved. And, um, you know, my parents allowed me to do that. They never actually wanted me to be an actor. They wanted me to, uh, you know, be a doctor or a, you know, business person or something oh, yeah. like that. So, you know, after high school, um, you know, I, of course, went to college because that's what they wanted me to do. I originally went in to be a chemical engineer and then um, really crazy story with my physics professor. I just, I couldn't stand looking at his belly button every single day. And so I just did not go to my engineering physics class. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Let's just back up a second on that one. So your professor was showing his belly button every day oh like it was just Lord. like flashing it, it was yeah. so awful and like i would ask him to button his shirt <laughs> it was you know um i i think he he really loved food yeah i'll just leave it at that and and he would wear these button down shirts i think he did it on purpose i really do because um, when he would sit in his chair, he would like lean back and then that button would pop right over his belly button every single day. <laughs> and it was so like, so distracting. I couldn't pay attention. I'm like, you know what? Just forget it. I'm not going to go. This is ridiculous. Did yeah. he have an innie or an outie? 
Well, thankfully it was an any because that would have been even more awkward, but you know. Maybe he was trying to illustrate what a black hole looks like to you guys. It was like a visual aid. You know, perhaps he was. We, we did have like some uh, astronomy outings and stuff too, you know. So, so it wasn't a biology class. It wasn't something else. That's good. Yeah, it, it was It was just like, oh, no. And so I wound up changing my major to business to, you know, my, my dad talked me into that one. And I'm like, and okay, you, fine. Fortunately, didn't have any professors that showed their belly buttons in uh, Thankfully did classes. not. Thankfully yeah. did not. I wound up having to wade in knee-deep water to part, you know, some of my classes from time to time because of how the campus was laid out. You know, <laughs> it was like set out on a swamp. The <laughs> <laughs> accountant like, school was in the swamp. <laughs> they're all carrying like their their books and things with a stick and a bandana on the back right. of going through it's the so swamp. Crazy. But yeah, I, I wound up I wound up getting a two bachelors and then I got two masters. My first bachelor's is in management. My second one is in marketing, and then I got uh, my master's degrees in marketing and accounting. Do I do anything with them these days? Yes, I know. I have an accounting <laughs> background. Um, you know, I, I'm really, really good at accounting, really good at accounting. Um, but I I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you don't have to if you don't want to. Don't That's to. the beauty and of the world today is that people are allowed to follow their paths. Exactly. You know, and even though they blew tens of thousands of dollars on education hundreds hundreds actually. of thousands yeah, of dollars yeah, on education I, I owe a house oh yeah and is the house come after after you for collections no. is it like a house that had its nose to the side no no we 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 have payment agreements on it so you know it's not collections it's just you know hey yeah i was just um, anthropomorphizing yeah. the house i was being silly i was making it like oh. the house was like literally coming <laughs> i just think it's sad that the world of science might have lost you might have made the cure for cancer if not for that guy's belly button for real though i mean all i wanted to do was was work at dow chemical <laughs> <laughs> when i was younger ain't no cure for cancer at dow chemical greg that's where they're creating it Oh, well, yeah. maybe so. Bioweapons. Yeah, so. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because um, you know, I I actually moved away from Texas. I moved up to Colorado for seven years. That's where I met my ex-husband and had five children. And then we moved to California for three years. Um, and then I've been back in Texas for twelve. Yeah. So I've been divorced for eleven years. And um, hey, uh, my, my ex-wife has been divorced that long too. Well, there so you no, go. She's been divorced hey. longer now that I think about it. No, <laughs> I'm, I've definitely gotten old since then. Um, but yeah, I, I had a friend of mine about five years ago. Um, she she is a celebrity photographer, and she does that mean that she is personally a celebrity, or she just photographs celebrities? She photographs them. Okay, got she it. She personally is not a, a celebrity, although she probably should be, you know, yeah, because she's just awesome. Okay. But she saw a casting notice, and she's like, you know, you've you've been out of it for a little while, but you know, you really should go to this audition. And I was like, okay, so I submitted my stuff, and they're like, yeah, come on, come audition, and I wound up getting in. And how long was, ago was this? That was uh, about five years ago. And how long had you been out of the acting field? At that 
point, it was uh, about 15 years. Okay, so you had a long hiatus without like doing any like community theater or anything like that? Right. Oh, right. okay. You just had to act in front of your kids and, and pretend well, to your you know, former husband they, that you loved him. Up, up, oh my gosh. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> up in Colorado, there's really not a whole lot going on. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if you're not like right in Denver and we were out in the middle of nowhere. So uh, up in the mountains, out in the boonies, like 41 miles from the nearest town and stuff. You just yeah. practice in front of the mountain lines. Exactly. Exactly. I actually Keep lived the coyotes up on the at one point. So you know, that's like how out in the boonies we were. <laughs> what did you say at one point? I missed that part. At, at one point, I lived on a hundred acres, and that's there was like a, the boonies. Exactly, and there was a she wolf that would like come and hang out near me, and wow. so she, she would stay like like a hundred yards out and just just watch me. And but we we lived in a frontier house. And I actually had to um, boil the water to warm it up so I could wash the clothes and then hang them outside. <laughs> it was awful. That'd be like the You're first like eagles. How did you wind up in that circumstance? Like out in the middle of nowhere? My ex-husband doesn't like people. Okay. So. I'm, and apparently doesn't like running water either. No. <laughs> actually, it was, it was piped. And he doesn't like electricity. We actually had propane. For our electricity, like okay. if propane somehow powered the refrigerator and the light bulbs, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm assuming you had a generator or something, right? No. 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 Oh, this is and quite... and the the uh, <laughs> the the mountain stream water was PVC piped into. <laughs> Did you like meet him yeah. on like a, a Tinder for mountain men or something? No. <laughs> it's like no. swipe. You go for how long the beard is for like the guy that you're interested in. No, my my mother lives in Colorado, mm -hmm. and I hadn't seen her in several years. And I went to visit her, and I met him. They worked. At, they lived and worked on a guest ranch. Oh, okay. And then was we he a fur trapper? I'm sorry. Was he a fur trapper? Is that what he did for a living? Your husband? No, he worked on a guest ranch. She just said. Yeah, no, I mean before that. Was, oh, that was, was the whole time. Cowboy. Okay. Yeah, he, he was he was a, a a dude ranch cowboy. Wow. Yeah, and uh, and he was a bull rider and a saddle bronc rider. Yeah. So he's definitely know. like a much more masculine than Gregor I put together, which is yeah you know, not a bad thing. Absolutely, you know, <laughs> very much male, and you know he kept himself in shape. And I was like, I like what I see there. Like I'm a city girl, but I liked what I saw in that country boy. Right. And, you know. and then you wound up out in the country, and you were like, Wait, I, I have to boil water for my clothes now. It's like Green Acres. I did not like it. <laughs> no, did not like it. Yeah, well, we're not going to delve into the personalities <laughs> between the two. Like, well, then what happened? But, um, you know, I can kind of understand, you know, being in that circumstance because I would never want to live out in the woods. But my dad, on the other hand, he was raised in the hills of Tennessee and uh, they had to, you know, kill the food that they ate. That's how they survived. And like, they yeah, you know, squirrel so. killing stories in that family. Living that way actually prepared me for a, a series that I'm probably going to be working on pretty soon because it's basically filming in my backyard. Nice. 
Yeah. So you have like so, them all living in your backyard in like tents. Exactly. You know, <laughs> that I mean, the, the, there's there's all the trailers out there, and you're gonna teach them all how to run everything on propane. Of course, yes. <laughs> and the she wolf yeah. keeps an eye on them. Right. Followed you, followed you back to Texas. All the way to Texas from Colorado. <laughs> no, the um, we live over on the Fort Worth side of of DFW for now, and uh, they're they're filming the prequel to Yellowstone here. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll probably be working on that, um, and I'm only saying that because it's actually been officially announced that it is filming here. Otherwise, I would be under NDA and be like, oh. No, I can't talk about it. Well, you say probably be working on it. Is there a chance that perhaps this pilot won't go through? Well, no. Right now, all I've seen is work as an extra. Okay. And um, I normally don't do work as an extra, but this is, I believe, a SAG production. So, you know, there's that chance of getting bumped up at some point. So if my other schedules with productions allow then you know some of the times i may pop over to be an extra uh on that series from time to time but um only because it's local uh-huh. and uh only because there is that chance of potentially getting bumped up and your representation probably is in talks with that company as well oh yes oh yes you know, um, in terms of sag productions i have sag productions every day when i get out of bed that's a different story, though. <laughs> so, for those of you in who listen to this podcast who may not have any idea what SAG means, it's Screen Actors Guild, and uh, you've been living under a rock if you didn't know what that stood for. But, and we know we have we do have some people who live under rocks who listen to our show. So, this is for you, Shanty and Sanchez. Anyway, I live under a rock, and I'm on the show. <laughs> you didn't know what SAG stood for, Greg? No, I did. But okay. I do live under a rock. Okay. <clears throat> Are you a troll? No, I'm a grub worm. <laughs> I do wish I lived in a hundred acre wood, though. That sounds very Winnie the Pooh like. Are either any of your children named Christopher or Robin? No. Okay. Or Tigger? <laughs> no, no. I I have five of them. Believe it or not, um, and and it's it's funny because like everybody, everybody who doesn't already know us thinks I'm their sister. <laughs> that, that's really, nice. Really well, yeah. you're only like 25, right? So that's how old people think I am. I thought you were real. I'm yeah. 42. I'm not wearing any makeup at all. I'm not wearing makeup either. And yeah. I, I'm 42. And nobody thinks old. I'm 42. <laughs> I'm not wearing any pants either. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Thanks for that. You're not wearing uh, much hair. Oh, to each his own. But um, but yeah, my my kids are 20, 18, about to turn 17, 15, and 13. Got a full load. I've I've raised yeah. five myself, so I understand. But my youngest is the, the your oldest. <laughs> my youngest is about ready to turn 20. Wow. But yeah, it's an adventure. It uh, definitely it's a, is. Yeah. It's a lot harder for the for the 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 mother though than the father, in my opinion. Uh, well, you know, yeah. it's like you it, it's whatever. I've done all of the work their entire lives anyway. So it's you know, married, not married, it's a different day. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
so it's you're easier. It's crazy. It's actually easier, you know, doing it by myself because I have money. Imagine that. I have more money divorced than I do. And you, and you have electricity. Well, yeah, you know. That's good. Well, it's because you love accounting. You're an excellent accountant, and I'm sure that, that helped you get some, get some money in the non-acting years. So are you still doing that or are you just uh, focusing on acting full time? Because I know you, I read somewhere that you've become a corporation, like you personally are a living, breathing company now. I am. I am Shauna Toft Entertainment LLC. I sure am. And so I, of course, I'm using my accounting background for that. I'm not really taking on clients anymore. Mm -hmm. um, if somebody really needs help, you know, I, I may be able to pop in here and there, but my schedule is so crazy. I cannot commit to being someone's accountant on a regular basis. Um, of course, my, my boyfriend is a different story because, you know, he's, he's in my special inner circle and I'll, I'll help him with his. But uh, as far as like actual clients, no, I'm not going to to do that because I cannot make that commitment with so many projects all the time. Well, yeah, especially if you have auditions to go to or um, just the nature of the acting beast, you could be up at like I feel like three, we're three in, your inner in the circle. morning. What was that, now, Greg? I feel like we're in your inner circle now because we've chatted with you for 20 minutes. So maybe you could help us out because this, this podcast is blowing up. We don't know. <laughs> We don't know what to do with the money even. It's just like yeah. offshore. Right. IRAs. I don't know. IRA? Like the well, you know, Irish Republican okay. Army. Yeah. You, you may want to set aside an adversarial fund. You know, Ooh. that's 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 my code name for Wait, let me get a pen. An adversarial fund. We already have adversarial that. fund. Yes. I'm 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 teaching my boyfriend about all of this stuff. It's like when you're okay. going to become someone's adversary. Mm -hmm. And have a fund set aside for pickaxes and hatchets. That's right. That's right. That's what like James Bond villains have. You got you to put it in terms that like grab their attention though. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he's such an alpha male. I'm like, okay, honey, put, put, put this in your adversarial fund. He's like, okay, all right. I got it. You know? <laughs> so. <laughs> so adversarial, not adversarial, but um, alpha males seem to be the things, that, the guys that you are attracted to, or you just happen oh, yes. upon them. Okay. No, I, I love alpha males. I really, I'm an alpha female and uh -huh. I love alpha males and um, I've, I've tried with beta males and I, mm -mm. Nope. Well, Greg is so we a beta male. Yeah, we. I don't get a chance with you, do I? If you're ever single. Or <laughs> yeah, I, I, I need that challenge, you know? Yeah. So, so you would have your own, you'd have like a satellite office of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker more than likely. There you go. Yes, absolutely. With, you know, I've never really understood the whole alpha, beta thing. I mean, it, I forget where it comes out of. It comes out of like uh, biological studies or yes, zoological studies. It's like alpha wolves in a pack. That's right, and the then, then they got wolf. translated to humans, and I'm like, okay. I mean, like, you know, sometimes I think we get a little too airy-fairy about these things whenever we start throwing around those statements. And obviously, I'm just as guilty as anybody else by using it, too. But, you know, I go, why don't we just say somebody's like, what we used to call them, like assholes. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> macho asshole. He's an asshole male is what he is. <laughs> 
that one's just more of a worth he's worthless that one's worthless over there anyway yeah. no, but I, I guess it's easier to categorize because we all like categorizations right greg yes alpha males are uh, I, I know what an alpha male is when i see one i think it's a yeah. good word is it what do they look like to you greg um they breathe through their mouth <laughs> and they carry clubs no i don't know you know I know alpha males, you don't even know him by sight, but then you start talking and you realize, okay, this guy's an alpha male. Like he's always in charge. He's uh, on top of the heat. He, he could be a little guy, a little pipsqueak, but he's still an alpha male. Yeah. As far as how he deals with the world. A pipsqueak. Which I'm, I'm the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. What makes you the opposite? Because I don't even know how to function in the world and, and take command. <laughs> I'm a grunt. I'm a worker ant. Okay. I'm not the queen bee. All right. Well, then, Shauna, you're safe from Greg. <laughs> yes. I, I I do seem to naturally rise to the top and take over in situations, and it's 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 so unintentional. I promise it is, but it's just like it's it's the mo, and people just let it happen because they love it. <laughs> Well, yeah. you know, it is true when you're in a circumstance where there seems to be like some chaos or something like that going on. If somebody is willing to try and start reigning in that chaos a little bit, people tend to take a step back to mm -hmm. let them do that, you know. And I've learned that, you know, I have that, that quality, but I realize that I want to kind of see what other people will do first and I'll just kind of let them do it, you know, until it's going bad. And I wait for the when it's going bad part to step in. Go, He'd be okay. a great president, Matt. You should take you should be president of the United States. No, no. Will everything get really bad? Yeah, no. <laughs> that, that's not a good thing. <laughs> Sorry. So, are there any kind of uh, roles you really are seeking, Shanna? Like, a what's your ideal kind of job? Like, what kind of films and TV would you like to be? Oh in? man. I, I, I put this out there on every single podcast because I am just, I am manifesting it. It's going to happen at some point, even if it winds up being on the series, but I'm going to be on a John Wick movie or, you know, like I want an action. I want to work with, with Keanu on a John Wick movie or, or on the series or anything like that because action movies like I am I am stunt trained and um my trainer has actually been been tagging me and posting me and in, in stuff lately again too and so you know I I just I want to I want to I want to do that action film so I think we're gonna say Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman reboot uh, well, you know, I actually have the 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 costume wear for that. You know, just it, just like the the show Yellowstone, I, I have all of that. So I have a whole costume closet. Mm -hmm. You know, my <laughs> my boyfriend went went to open a, a closet door the other day. I was like, "There's nothing in there for you." He was looking for a towel, and and I was like, "There's nothing in there for you." And he's like, he's like, "Oh." Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's a costume closet. <laughs> well, I, I, I tell you, I've got a Keanu Reeves representative in front of me, right? Not not like the actual person, but I've got their name. If you want to track them down, um, there was a woman named Meredith Wechter in uh, Los Angeles, California, 641 North Larchmont, part of sugar23.com. And uh, that's a way to uh, possibly get in contact with Keanu Reeves. That, that would helps. be so incredible. 
Yeah, it helps uh, if you have a, a membership to IMDb Pro where you can. I do. Yeah. yeah. So if you go to Keanu Reeves' page, yeah. it'll show like his representation on the left hand side of the screen and as well right. as uh, right. email addresses. So, you know, if you want to go full alpha, I have given you the tools. Just starts harassing that person. That's right. You know, sometimes these people respond. You never know. They, uh, if you don't reach out, it, you, you never get it. But if you reach out, you never know it could happen. So that is so true. That is so true. I just I want to make sure that it's done correctly mm -hmm. because I don't want to step on any toes, burn any bridges. But you know, you also have to take that risk. I would love to just like go see him at his motorcycle shop, maybe. <laughs> Or, or, you know, run into him in Austin because he goes to Austin all the time, you know, because Sandra Bullock lives there. Um, Matthew McConaughey lives there. Uh, Jensen Ackles lives there. Um, What's a Jensen Ackles? That sounds like a disease of some kind. <laughs> from Supernatural. Oh, over oh, the TV show. Got it. Okay. Yes, yes. And yeah, Jen Jensen Ackles. It does sound like maybe something that's growing on the bottom of a boat. <laughs> Got a bad case of Jensen Ackles. I got to scrape off this weekend. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, Christy Carlson Romano lives there too. Um, I actually got to work with her. Last <laughs> I'm week. suddenly feeling very old. Who is this person you just mentioned? Christy, Christy what? Carlson Romano. Christy um, Carlson is she, Romano. Is she related to Ray Romano? I don't believe so, but she okay. is the voice of Kim Possible. Uh, cartoon. It's a cartoon. Right? Yes. On, on the Disney Channel. Yeah. Greg and, and I she are did big aficionados of the Disney Channel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so, but she's well known to many other people besides us. That's the main thing. Right. Um, she was also like a long time ago. She was in the movie The Cutting Edge, which was about ice skating, and I believe that was based on a true story. Okay. <laughs> Well, you can make up anything you want about her, and we'll believe you. Okay, cool. <laughs> anyway, it, it was it was super great to get to work with her last month too. She she's, was like the lead role in Jaws, and yeah, she played the. She shark. was the shark. <laughs> yes. She was in that suit. <laughs> there you go. And it was it was a character piece. <laughs> she, well, had practice, you, she had to practice. Would you want to be people. like fighting in the movie? Like, do a lot of action yourself. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, yes, yes. So, so what's the current? Is there something you're currently in? Because I know you're about to be in possibly the prequel to, to Yellowstone, but right, right. Currently, that you just got through oh, filming, or just, it's about to come out. I just finished three films this month. Nice. Yeah, two of them are faith-based, and one of them is a horror film. When you say faith-based, you mean like Hindu? Like Christian Shinto. Oh, that faith. Okay, you never know. Yeah, yeah. they, they are any faith these days. It could be full, that is so true. Full that blown is Buddhist. So yeah. But uh, you know, they're they're not they're not like preaching the gospel in them. They're like just the the positive message. Um, you know, but anyhow, uh, one of them is called Stay, and that one um, is getting distribution and will be out in theaters. Oh, so nice. that one, that one uh, focuses on suicide awareness and prevention. Mm -hmm. And um, I have a supporting role in that one. Um, and then another one is called Sir Cat, 
and that's the horror film. And my boyfriend actually got to be in that one with me. It's his first time ever on a film set. It was so cute. And <laughs> so I was really thrilled to be able to get him into that one. And uh, then there's there's another one. Um, you're not we, just an alpha female. You're like a sugar mom is what it sounds like to me. I am not. <laughs> Getting him roles no. in the movie. And... No, no, no. <laughs> he, he, would, he would never allow me to actually be his sugar mama. That oh, man okay. works. Yeah, he works. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, he's, he's, he's not like, you know, nah. -uh. I, I like I Matt. <laughs> no, the, the 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 last one, um, you know, was a bit of a moocher. Well, a lot of a moocher, but you know, this one is not. So I'm very very pleased with this one. And so, anyway, the uh, the third one that I did in July, um, we renamed Line of Action to Necessary Partner, and it's about um, accepting somebody for who they are. And you know, not things that you come to discover about them. Because um, you said one, we renamed it. I mean, you had a part in it. Are you like uh, had a more significant role in this film? Um, I well, you know, I, I had a, a supporting role in it, but I also originally was the assistant director. Okay. And then for budgeting reasons and scheduling reasons. Um, I, I just went back to acting in it. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, it, it was, it was renamed to necessary partner because, um, line of action didn't make, uh, the impact that the producer wanted. So it, it was renamed to necessary partner. Well, you acting back faith-based movies, do they make sure you're a Christian? They don't care. Do they care? It depends on who is running it. Um, I know there's there's a, a studio in the area that does make sure that you're Christian or they won't cast you, um, but that is an immersive experience studio and they, they only do um, immersive stuff and um, they only do uh, faith-based shows. Like there's there's a couple of TV shows that Could they do. Could you define well. what you mean by immersive experience from a movie? Um, immersive experience is um, where where customers actually walk through, and that the actors are are in different scenes throughout the. Uh, compound so it's not really a film then it's more right. like you're part of like say williamsburg or something like that mm -hmm. where you're oh. playing a role on a live set right or like a like at a renaissance festival type of thing that's what you mean right exactly got it so exactly. in those, those particular ones they would want somebody who obviously is believes that particular faith right to be more believable i would think Right. No, as as far as um, independent features go, they don't necessarily care. Um, yeah, there's there's only one studio in the area that I'm aware of that makes sure that you are a Christian before they cast you. Um, Did you ask this, Greg, because you wanted to like start playing parts or something? Yeah, I was thinking about it. 
I'd be a good punches pilot, I think. <laughs> I think do that. Or like the other guy who was on the cross besides Jesus. Right. Uh, What's his name? Oh, yeah. What was his name? The thief. That, the thief guy. You could be that guy. Balthazar or something like that? Uh, Balthazar, I think it was. No, that's not it. It was, it was Fred. Hepzibah? It was, it was Joey. Wait, Joey the... Bar Barbarous? Bar <laughs> ah, fuck. Sorry. Tangent. <laughs> Let's get back to well, you know, movies. I mostly do secular things, but, you know, I, I won't turn down uh, a faith-based film, you know, for, if, if it's, if it's a role that um, fits into my schedule and it's something that, you know, I, I believe in. So, Are there any roles that you've rejected that have come across your plate? Um, I mean, for know, personal reasons, as opposed to um, like business or um, scheduling reasons. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I will not do any, um, uh, any full nudity. I will not. That is reserved for one other person only. And, uh, I just, I will not, I, I, I won't I don't, even do full nudity for my wife. So that's, you're better than me. You know, that's, that's something that I just, I, I won't like, I, I don't mind like maybe implied or whatever, but I, I will not do full like behind a curtain type of that kind of a show. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, if, if it's, if it's tasteful, it, that's one thing, but if it's just like, you know, it's like there's, gosh, there, there's a particular, uh, network, a higher tier network that you have to pay for to watch. Um, that it's like, holy cow, it's like all the women on that particular network have to, you know, uh, strip completely. It's like, why? I don't want to do that kind of stuff. What network is that? Uh, HBO Max. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> do all, of, so, all the women on that channel have to I mean, strip? basically, like, I, I'm watching Game of Thrones. Like, why is this gratuitous stuff in here? I don't know. I mean, I love the overall storyline of Game of Thrones, but I could have done without all of the, you know. I think that's in the books is probably why. Like, the gratuitous scenes are probably in the books, so they were trying to stay true to that. That's Maybe. my theory. You know, that or, you know, people like skin. And what about violence? Will you will you turn down a role if it's too violent? Like, oh, no. this is like, no. So she's Absolutely. all about killing, but no nudity. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, no it's boobies. okay to murder your neighbor, but don't strip in front of them. <laughs> don't show them well, your you nipples. Know, I, um, I, I do have a, a movie that's coming out on Amazon Prime called Snowy Night, and I get to beat somebody up with a bat in <laughs> that Whoa. So, you know. Now, were uh, they naked and you used that as a reason to hit them with the, mat, the bat? Absolutely not. But that, that movie is pretty bloody. Uh, it is a horror film. And with that one, we actually improv the entire thing. So, so, like, even the bat had its own lines. It sure did. Yep, absolutely. Yep, yep. And one of my sons. I'm you hit this guy. That movie. I'm sorry. So you see that's called Snowy Night? Snowy Night. When's that uh, coming that out? Do you know? Uh, we're hoping in the next month it'll okay. be out there. And then um, I always forget I have stuff on Amazon. <laughs> I don't know why. That's crazy. But um, there's a series on Amazon called Evil Deeds. And I'm I'm in one episode uh, called Hello. I'll be in another episode 
uh, a little bit later. I actually need to record my part of it pretty soon in the next few days. Um, and then I cast and directed another episode. Nice. So this is, yeah. this is already on Amazon, though. Already on Amazon. Um, the episode that I cast and directed of Evil Deeds is called Hugo. Got Ooh. it. Yes. So did you just stumble into directing or you've been doing directing for a while? It, you know, I did stumble into directing. It's not something I ever set out, I set out to do. I was asked to direct the first time about three years ago and I was still pretty green on the film side and it was a creature feature. It was called Killa. Um, and then we wound up being able to shoot half of it. And for whatever reason, it just, it never got finished. So, um, but I, you know, like I said, I was still pretty new to everything. And I wound up having a recast on the day and it was just, you know, a, a, a real challenge. And I did not like it at all back in the day. And, and then I got asked to direct again like this year i started having people ask me to direct i'm like all right you know i'll, I'll think about it and then i was i was told i could cast it too i was like oh good i can pick my own people awesome oh my gosh i have such more respect for casting directors because i put out a casting notice and i got bombarded with all of the questions and people not following directions. And I'm like, oh, I get it now. I get it. I get it. So um, that was that was an eye-opening experience for me, even just with the casting. I was like, holy macaronis. But um, yeah, then, then I, I got to have my people. And then I did the, the Airbnb. Um, I rented one of those so that we could film it and um, I get to write that off later. I'm very happy about that. And <laughs> it's about the numbers. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not cheap. Still the accountant. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I get to write off all my mileage. Um, I get to write off my car because, you know, most of my driving is for filming, which, you know. It's Your awesome. makeup? Um, no. Your I hair stylist? Well, it, it depends because if if I can wear it any day of the week, then I can't write it off. So yeah. like regular makeup, I can't write off specialty makeup, special effects stuff, I can write off or any of my costumes, any of my cosplay stuff, you know, but if it looks like normal clothes, I can't wear it. I, I can't wear it off. Can't you just get them to like add like a horn to your forehead, to your regular makeup, just to like take that opportunity to write it off well you know um it's like a my, little one right here my makeup artist gets to write off her stuff too i actually have a, a personal makeup artist um she she lives in the area and she's been in, in in and around hollywood for ever also and um yeah she just scolded me the other day because i ran out of the the um this the skin cleanser that she gives you know she has for me and she's like don't be running out of that that cleanser you know you don't want to be using regular soap on your face oh my gosh she's like let's get you two bottles so you don't run out again i'm like oh thank you so much but yeah she scolded me so like from her personal <laughs> supply is she like selling that stuff out of her trunk or something well no you have to i have mean, buy this lotion 
like it, Herbalife. It actually, it actually is very, very specific stuff. It's, it's basically like a, like a prescription that she's put together. You need to use these things and, and these things cannot be purchased in the, in, in the grocery store or wherever regular cosmetics are sold. You can't get it at the Mac counter. You can't go to Sephora and get it. You, you know, you're not going to Ulta to find this stuff. It's, it's very special Hollywood stuff for your face. That's actually the brand name is called Hollywood stuff. I have no idea. They don't even put a brand name on it because they don't want you to be able to go out there and find it. <laughs> wow. You can't buy it from anybody. Interesting marketing. <laughs> you have to get it from a makeup artist. Well, we've had yeah. about we've got a little over the halfway point. Do you have any um particular website or um specific links that you want to promote to people so they can find your work and where you are before we go into Absolutely. our client for the day? I would love for people to check out my page on IMDb. You can type in my name, Shauna Toft, S-H-A-N-N-A-T-O-F-T. I will spell that phonetically. Sierra Hotel Alpha November November Alpha Tango Oscar Foxtrot Tango. Or you can type in directly www.imdb.me slash Shauna Toft, S-H-A-N-N-A-T-O-F-T. Somewhere along the line, I found your... Uh, a website that had your name on it and I clicked on it, but it didn't get me anywhere. Is that it? Oh, thing? no, I actually, I used to have a website, shanatop.com or something. Mm. Yeah. .org or whatever it was. Um, but I wound up um, not needing that website anymore. So I let that one go. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Cause I, I thought, yeah. I think I saw it on social media or something and clicked on it and uh, found nothing. So, well, thank you very much. I totally appreciate it. Now, you are welcome to join in on our next segment, which is where we discuss our client for today. And today's client, as we mentioned earlier, was Garbage Eaters Anonymous. So if you'd like, you can stay with us as Greg and I discuss this topic, or you are totally welcome to to bolt at high velocity if you feel like this is like not up your alley at all. Well, you know, I'm a boy mom. I can stick around for a little bit and talk about some garbage. <laughs> all right, Greg, yeah. this is all you, man. That's uh, bring it, bring yeah. it to us. Get on your, well, we get on, get behind the podium and let us know. We just problems. made this up. Like I think we landed this client just a couple of days ago. We were chatting, and uh, I, I, for many years, I was a dumpster diver, and uh, I still will eat something out of garbage if I see something right on top of the garbage, like in a nice container. I'll be opening it up and like, hey, look, it's some hummus and a pita. But don't you like, get concerned like somebody with like leprosy or something was eating that before you picked it it's up? It's a and... pretty low chance, I imagine, in Portland, Oregon. Uh, there's not many lepers walking well, But around. you understand my point. You know, somebody could have rubbed it on their armpits <clears throat> or something before they stuck it in the trash. Sure, that people often do that, yes, on their groin. <clears throat> oh, this hummus, I'm going to rub it on my balls before I put it in this <laughs> container. But I just, I think that it's toughened me up. I feel like I'm ready for the apocalypse. I could drink puddle water without getting dysentery now. I, I rarely get sick compared to my friends. I, uh, do yeah, you go around a, drinking puddle water? Just well, I could. Up? I'm saying I could, and I wouldn't die of dysentery like you would. You're weak. <laughs> I've toughened myself up, so I feel like I'm like a new form of evolution by eating garbage. <laughs> I have uh, toughened myself. You know, it's like inoculated myself to germs. Do you drink after other people, though? I was emceeing a, a concert series a couple months ago. And there was this this guy. He was so hammered. 
but he was going around picking up other people's beer bottles and recycling them after he finished drinking them. <laughs> I've done that because I figured alcohol kills the germs. So it's safe. I was just telling this story last night because Matt bought me a hurricane. Uh, you know, the New Orleans drink, the hurricane, those right. delicious drinks. And when we I went to New Orleans tiki, once, we were at a tiki karaoke bar last night. Yeah, right? so. it's a very nice bar in Portland called the Alibi. And the only time I was in New Orleans was um, I was pretty broke. And do you know in New Orleans, you're allowed to leave a bar with your drink? They just give you a paper cup and you can just take your half a drink and just walk down the street. The cops won't stop you. So, of course, a lot of these like drunken people, sorority girls, frat boys would take like a full hurricane, leave the bar. And then to get into the next bar, they'd have to leave it on the stoop or somewhere. And they'd forget about it, of course. And me and my friend just went around drinking free hurricanes all night. Oh, my gosh. You're like and following was, drunken sorority girls? No, we didn't have to. We didn't have to. Everywhere you went, there's bars with nice hurricanes, like full. And we just drink them all. We didn't get just sick. Just a paper cup sitting outside the bar. Yeah, like a big plastic cup, actually. Like one of those solo plastic cups, you know. They Because the bars don't want to give you their glasses, obviously. So they there's a so cup you didn't, every... You didn't consider the theft part of this. No, because they were they were went into his other bar for an hour. They're not gonna be like, oh, there's our hurricane. That's what's but, sitting outside. But you don't know how long they're going in there for. It's true. Most people are normal though, and they wouldn't Most take the chance that we left a drink out in the sidewalk and now we're gonna continue drinking it. Well, maybe they want to come have... back. Maybe they just wanted to look for somebody and then they were coming back out the kitchen. Could get be. So yes, I feel you didn't terrible care about, about that. that, did you? I feel well, terrible. To his credit, though, they should actually know better than to leave it sitting out there because somebody could drop something into it. Or rub it in their oh, armpit. True. <laughs> yeah, they should have done that thing at a bar. They should have put a napkin on it, <laughs> you know, like or a straw. Like no. Yeah, but if then so many people are doing it, it seems like they would, they would know that they're going to coming coming back out to get it. Though I would think. Have you ever been in Bourbon Street, Matt? I haven't been in to New Orleans. Orleans. I have not been to New Orleans. Everyone there is hammered. They're not thinking about like, oh, I'll come back for the street. Everyone's just fucking wasted. There's, it was like a, people were just vomiting in the streets and just by themselves. Their friends just walk off. There'd be a guy in the corner just being like, ah. It's crazy. And this wasn't Mardi Gras. This was normal New Orleans time. It was, that place is nuts. So basically everyone's drunk and everyone's barfing in the streets. A lot of people are. I wasn't. So that's another concern for you're eating garbage. Like maybe somebody barfed in that food that, or even is in the dumpster with you that you're going through. I took the chance. Oh, or, you know, what, what, what has laid eggs in there? You know, this true. Well, I don't eat stuff. You know, I, I figure if it's not too old, I love when you get things with avocado in it. Cause that's a perfect timestamp because avocado gets brown. So if you find some like to go container with like a little avocado and a salad, it's still green. You're like, God, this thing's like half an hour old. It's probably totally fine, unless you know someone rubbed it on their balls they, or something, which Matt they, seems to think they, people like to do. Yeah, that's what I said. People or they, put a, or they put a cigarette out in it or something. I'd yeah. see the cigarette. I could see that. You could, but you'd probably I, eat the cigarette too, wouldn't you? No. Do you I eat recyclables? Food. Like, huh? do you eat plastic bottles too? Like you get out of dumpsters? That's just. I'm silly. just wondering, like, how much of a garbage eater you are. No, just edible food. There's a lot of right. great edible food. I find canned food all the time in the garbage where it's like, oh, it's a week past the due date. That shit's fine. Is it opened can or is it a closed can? No, it's a closed can. Yeah, just open can of peaches. No. 
I found a box of pasta outside near the dumpster once. I, I ate it for two years. I ate so much pasta, <laughs> free pasta. Pasta for doesn't two go bad. years. What yeah, do you mean it doesn't I go bad. Mean, it actually things grow in pasta, like not in this insects. pasta. Like insects, uh, if, yeah. pasta. if it's got a hole in the bag, but it had a plastic bag, so no insects got in. Well, even before it goes in the bag, it can they can grow in it, and then they seal up the yeah. bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've seen that. Seen it that. Yeah, you got to kill those things, Greg. Yeah, but you know, yeah, obviously, so this is his his digestive system is obviously strong enough to deal with that. Yeah. I've toughened it's it like up. I can goat. eat the bugs. <laughs> This is all based think, on like a George Carlin routine, though, isn't it? Where he was talking about drinking sewer water and something like that to toughen. Could be. I don't know. I haven't seen much George system. Carlin, but I think Matt is worried because he once opened a box of Rotelli and a tarantula jumped out of it. Ew. So he nope. thinks that's going to happen. I've never, I've never had that happen. He's making exactly. Story it never happened. It never will. See. Well, I don't know that it never will. It depends on which part of the world are you in, where there's lots of tarantulas roaming through dumpsters. Pasta tarantulas. There was something a few years ago about about spiders coming out of bananas. Remember that? That was an old thing in the fifties, even that people would talk about, like you open a banana, there's a big tarantula in there or something. Well, it's because the tarantulas did live in the bananas, the banana stalks, yeah. whenever they were shipping them. That's what Deo is all about. The song yeah. Deo from Harry Belafonte, it all talks about the tarantulas being with the... Highly deadly uh, black tarantulas. That's right. <gasps> I can never you... knew that part of the lyrics. Yeah. No. Greg, I can you sing it all for her? Part. I'll sing the whole Deo. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. Well, that's a different song than the one that was in Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice was uh, Jump on the Line. Oh, okay. Like Shake Sonora, that one. But Deo yeah. is a different song. Yeah. I don't think that was made at the beat. I mean, it might have been. It might have been. I mean, there's, like, there's this young girl listening to Belafonte in that movie, so it's yeah, it could very well be the same thing. But um, yeah, there's uh, tarantulas and stuff that uh, grow in bananas. So, Greg, here, here's a: is there a fruit that you won't touch after a certain time from a dumpster? Well, if it's brown and desiccated looking, yeah. I'll be yeah. like, that's gross. I don't eat just nasty shit. I find really nice stuff in dumpsters. Like, oh, this thing's like, I don't know, a to-go container full of like a slice of pizza. And it looks, it doesn't look nasty. It's probably been there for two hours. Yeah. Not in dumpsters, on top of garbage cans. Or right on top, the top of garbage cans. Oh, so you don't go digging in is what you're saying. No. So you I don't actually, to. do you, so do you actually, did you actually go into actual dumpsters? I never really had to. I just kind of lean over and see what I could find. Yeah. All right. So, so you weren't like really a full fledged dumpster diver. You're more like a dumpster picker. Yeah. It's okay. the same. So really, so you were just kind of like a lesser than. You're like the the Zeta male of dumpster divers. Exactly. Probably. I told you, I'm not good at anything. I'm not alpha about anything. <laughs> Even dumpster diving. <laughs> so you couldn't fully commit to that either. Like you wouldn't eat stuff that was like a couple of weeks old. You know, like some people would. Oh, yeah, I would need something gross. Yeah. I <laughs> so mean, basically I you were just them. doing it. What was that? I was doing I didn't eat stuff. I'm sure I got a lot of germs, but I toughened myself up to that. So I rarely got sick from, I never ate something where I was like, oh, the next day I felt terrible. Yeah. I got a cast iron gut. That just came from like normal restaurants. Um, any, any place. Dumpsters, normal restaurants. I never get sick from food. Really? I never eat something bad and go, oh, I feel terrible. No? Shanna, have you ever eaten something like just, I don't know if you ever saw that famous Seinfeld episode where there was an eclair right on top of the garage, uh, garbage, oh, and, yeah. and George ate it, episode. 
and every he was just like he was right on top. Is that really yeah, garbage? No, no. There, there's a big that. difference between five second rule on the floor and when it's actually in the trash can. I just know. <laughs> what if it's right on top though? There's Resting. a force field, Greg. There's a force field that sits atop garbage areas, and the minute something crosses that plane, it's infected. So, so there's not even a five second rule for that. No, no. This no. minute it touches. It's like untouchable. It is leprosy itself. Yeah, you yes. just can't. You can't eat it. It's against all laws of man and physics. And Sean will leopards. back me up on that. It it goes against the law of belly button chemistry. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wouldn't eat anything that I found in that guy's belly button. I do. Yes, no, this. definitely not. No. If I found a peanut, in his what if belly it was button, like a brand new that. carrot, Greg? Yeah. Well, that's a big belly button. I'm saying like a pea. If I found a peanut in there, I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> well, you go for the carrot. There's a carrot sticking on his belly button. You'd eat that as opposed to a pea. I'd chop off the part that was in his belly button with a knife. Oh, oh wait, so you're like it. suggesting his hygiene is bad. You're not willing to accept the touch no. of his navel to your carrot. Yeah, belly buttons are gross. My belly button's disgusting. I wouldn't eat anything out of my belly button. It smells bad. <laughs> belly buttons are nasty. How do you know what your belly button smells like, Greg? You've never like just kind of put your pinky and be like, ah, it smells. <laughs> no. no? <laughs> I, I thought everyone did that. Making me wheeze. So <laughs> you, you... <laughs> try it sometime. No, terrible. I don't have that's a good reason not to do it, but but so is this something you've explored frequently? That you put your finger. Do you do it like a couple no. times a month? You it's not like, a like is there a time a month where it smells worse than other times? Well, if I haven't showered in twelve hours, you know that's when I know. Whoa, I need to shower. <laughs> that's your and barometer. that's why in the shower, I I take a lot of time on my belly button in the shower. I totally get in there. It's gross. So, so you. Yeah. <laughs> So you use your belly button as a barometer. <laughs> what do you need to clean? I have other barometers. <laughs> Sticky balls. Well, I don't want to go there. But just the concept that you're putting your finger in your belly button and sniffing it to see if it's time to bathe or not. I don't do that often. I've said it in my life. I've done that because... I was just like, what does it smell like? And it smells gross. Everyone's belly button has lint, collects their sweat. <laughs> it's like worse than your armpit. It's like a tiny little armpit. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what it's also known as. It's the tiny little armpit. That's what people call yes. the belly button. That's what doctors call it in the medical field. Is it? That's the Latin term for it, is tiny little armpit? Yeah. Or tiny, mm -hmm. tiniest, littlest armpitus? So, Shanna, if your boyfriend, you realize that he uh, ate things Thank out of like garbage, which... Would you break up break up with him instantly? Would that be a deal breaker? Um, I would have to be like, baby, I know you have ADD, but <laughs> you cannot be distracted by the stuff in the garbage can. Eddie <laughs> no, Claire looks so good. He never do that. He's 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 like he's really particular. Like everything has to be super super clean. So yeah, no, he would never do that. So is he a, it, is he a metrosexual? He I'm sorry. No. Is he a metrosexual? No. No. So he no. doesn't like do like major cuticle shaving or anything like that. Or... No. Okay. Is he another rodeo guy? He is not. Okay. No. No. He he is he is he is my um 
my Templar Knight Spaniard. Spaniard? Yes. So he's he's Spanish? Yes. Oh, okay. And, but he also has armor. Because <laughs> after the infidels. I thought the Templar Knights were all gay. That's what I always heard in history. <laughs> They're all gay. The Templar Knights were all gay knights. I, I think oh, they were um, celibate, Greg, is what I think they were. No, they were homosexual. I don't think it's sex with each other. Read your history, Maybe Matt. Some of them, but I don't think it was part of the requirements of being a Knight Templar. No, but it happened. One in sure, Templar. It happened to lots of them. Lots of people back then, Greg. No, that was the smear that when they wanted to destroy the Templars, the Catholic Church, because they had a lot of money, the Templars from the Crusades. That was one of the things they, that's how they got rid of them. They said, they're all these sodomites, and they, they, that's why there's no more Templars, Knights. They destroyed them and took all their money. Well, I think it was a little more complicated than just calling them gay. <laughs> no, that was that helped them smear them so they could say, look, these guys are terrible. They're yeah. all having sex with each other. They're sodomites. Right, and robbing the Catholic churches. Just want to give you a little history sometimes. I like to drop a little history on, you, on the That's people. Good. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, it goes with belly button sniffing. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I mean, he follows their, um, their honor. You know, I mean, he's, he's, he's very like, I am his queen and he calls me his queen every single day. And he treats me like his queen and he is my knight and he is just absolutely amazing. He truly is. It's like a storybook romance. It is. And it's, yeah, it's wonderful. Absolutely perfect. You're his lady in waiting. No, she's not a lady in waiting, Greg. That's what a knight. The lady in waiting is the one who waits on the queen. A queen could be a lady in waiting for a knight. She loved the knight. No, it's a queen, Greg. She's waiting for him to get back from the crusade. You don't know the definition of that term. That's what lady in waiting is. No, it is not. It's the person who waits upon the person they work for, you twit. Oh, like a waiter? (laughs) Yes, basically. That sense of the word? Lady in waiting? (laughs) Yes. No, I don't think it is. Yes, it is. Ladies in waitings were like beloved by the knights. They did all these deeds for the lady in waiting. Well, they would do that, but the the job of the lady in waiting was to wait on a woman who is of a higher class than her. Really? Yes. I think you made this up. I'll look this up later. I I made it up totally. Just just a whole cloth just now. Boom. Just came up with it. You don't even smell your own belly buttons. I can't even trust you. What kind of person are you? I don't do that. Yeah. I don't I don't lick my earwax either. Is that one of your yeah. things? Well, I can't. I can't reach. My tongue's not that big. Well, you can't reach your belly button either, but you found a way. I don't lick it. <laughs> I put it on my finger and smell it. Did you lick your finger after you put it in your belly hey, button? Let me try this. I'll try it. <laughs> no, it's not. No. <laughs> no, I've never licked my earwax. Speaking of earwax, <laughs> I, when I was in uh, junior high, I had this... Uh, English teacher who would give us extra credit if we could come up with words that she couldn't figure out because she knew like five different languages. And uh, I found one, which was actually the Latin term for earwax or the medical term for earwax, which apparently nobody knows except for dictionaries and me. But it's uh, the word is called cerumen. So this is your word for the day, Greg. It's cerumen. C-E-R-U-M-E-N is the actual term for earwax. That's good to know. All of the people listening out there, I want you to write that down and tell your children or your children's children. I just feel terrible that this is the most disgusting client we've ever had, and Shanna's here. 
She expected to talk uh, about some weighty topic and she gets me. You know, my I, personal I a girly girl. You know, I, I do go get my nails and toes done, but I am not a girly girl. I grew up with all boy cousins. I have worked around men uh, overnight for a couple of years now. It's all good. Yeah, this Work isn't our most disgusting client though, Greg. Greg, our most disgusting client was like three episodes ago whenever we oh. talked about bodily functions. Oh, yeah. But um, we did have another less literal aspect to this client. Um, just garbage eating, like as far as people love to eat junk food. Garbage. I mean, it's... and do, do you have a proclivity for junk food? Do you have a weakness? She looks um... like she only eats like alfalfa. I know. <laughs> and wheat germ. Yes. No, I, I, I am... I do try to be healthy for the most part, but we do have like pizza and pizza rolls and I love salted caramel. Salted caramel uh, good. in the pizza rolls? Oh, yes. That'd be good. <laughs> of course. Are you talking about those Totino's pizza rolls that you get in the grocery yes, store? Yeah, Totino's pizza I rolls. I love those. Giorno pizzas. Um, we, we do the, the three meat DiGiorno um, pizzas. And we do bluebell ice cream. Bluebell ice cream. Yeah, bluebell. Um, you can only get it in Texas. And um, you used to be able to get it in Oklahoma. I don't, I think they took it away from Oklahoma. <laughs> they took, Oklahoma was just not good enough to get it anymore. <laughs> well, the, when, when, we, when we had the factories shut down, it was because of listeria at the Oklahoma factory. So I think they took bluebell away from Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just because people didn't like Oklahoma anymore. <laughs> so, but you can always get Bluebell in Texas. And so we were very, very happy when, when our factories got to start uh, producing Bluebell again, because it really, really is the best ice cream in the country. <clears throat> well, apparently, according to their website, their products are sold in 22 states. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. They have expanded, but it is made here. Sometimes the internet it's, ruins information. It's interesting how dairies and like, ice, you know, it's one of the few big businesses that is still regional. Like there's not one national dairy that like everyone can buy. Like we have Tillamook here. So our, we have this uh, big ice cream dairy cheese maker called Tillamook. You uh -huh. can't get it anywhere. Well, you probably can get it in a few states around oh, we, here. We get it here. You get Tillamook. Yeah. Oh, you get it here? Oh. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess it's gotten really popular, Tillamook cheese. And so their brand but still like i go to places where it's like i've never heard of this ice cream if i go to another state it's just like their thing which is right. kind of going away in our country there's not really businesses like that everything's gobbled up well by one thing. i remember when when i went to um when i went to new york they didn't know what a blue hawaiian was at one of the bars one of the rooftop bars i was like what in the world that's when you know well, I got to tell you, I don't know what a blue Hawaiian is other than it's a good. Hawaiian that's losing their breath. No, it's it's my go-to alcoholic drink. Oh, it's a drink. Um, but I, 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 I did get introduced to a spicy margarita. and that Oh, was really those good. are good. Mm -hmm. It was really did good. Did it have like jalapenos in it and stuff? I like when they put like actual really spicy stuff in it. No, they put like the, the red pepper flakes on the rim or something. Oh, that sounds mm -hmm. good. Yeah, it was really yum. It was like a spicy Bloody Mary, but with a margarita instead. Yeah. So have you ever heard of this? This is a total garbage drink. It's like wine and Pepsi. Have you heard of that? That people drink that? Ew. Does, no. Isn't that sound Ew. horrible? Yeah. That sounds terrible. You know, a That's... wine and Sprite is good, though. It, it's it's like a like a wine cooler when you do that. Like what a is, what's like a wine cooler? 
Wine and Sprite. Wine and Sprite. Now, the reason I bring this up is because Greg often on our show will be drinking boxed wine with Pepsi. That's what I'm drinking right now. Are you? Is that what's in there? Yeah, and you know what's strange, Shannon? He gives it a name sport. to make it sound like uh, more No, no, appealing. it's a thing in Latin American Spain. They call it Calimocho, and a lot of people drink it there, and every time I've taken it to a party, people say, that sounds gross. And then they take a sip, and they're like, it's kind of okay. Kind of okay. It's weird. It's like, it's like bad sangria, huh. but not bad. But bad. You should try bad. it sometime. It's like the white wine and Sprite. I mean, it's just a different, it's red wine. Well, I, I can't have um, colas, though. I can't have brown oh. sodas. What are those? Do those do something to you? Yeah, I get really bad kidney stones. Oh. So that, that's an example of a junk. Uh, Is there ever a good kidney stone? Well, no. I guess the. <laughs> they could be less bad. Yeah, less bad. Less bad, but yeah. So well, is it the cola nut? You can drink other sodas, but something about the I, cola? I drink Sprite all the time, but oh. I can't have anything with, it's the caramel coloring. Hmm. Oh. Oh. What about crystal And, and yet you like salted caramel. I know, but I have to like flush with water after eating it. <laughs> <laughs> so when you flush with water, does it like a full spray in the face or how do you do that? No, I have to drink a bunch of water after oh, I have salted caramel. I prefer my method. Yeah. You know, I only heard about salted caramel when I moved. I went, I visited the Pacific Northwest before I moved here. And there was this one place that kind of started that whole trend. And I thought it sounded gross. I was like, eh, salted caramel. Like, can you remember the first time you heard of salted caramel? It didn't think it was it like weird. taffy from like back east. There was salted caramel taffy? I I'm just thinking that maybe that's where I first came from. I never heard of it. Yeah. But it sounded weird to me. And then, of course, I take a bite and say, this is the best thing ever. So, I saw a big jar weird. of it at Sam's Club and it looked really yummy. So, I took it home to try it and I was like, I am hooked on it. It is my favorite. Yeah. So, you basically like eat some salted caramel and then you drink a pint of water and caramel, then water, then caramel, then water. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. If I don't like finish off the container first <laughs> because it's really good. I love it. So what Greg, if you what's dilute the worst the ice thing that... cream? <laughs> dilute the ice cream. In one part water, one part ice cream, blend it up. Then you Sounds could... very watery. Yeah, it would be like a milkshake. I think it would be it would be like a, a milk drink. <laughs> yeah. It would be kind of gross actually. Yeah. But it would flush yeah. her out. It would Greg, what out. is the worst food that you eat that you buy? Hmm. Well, as opposed to taking it out of somebody's trash can. Yeah, I don't do much garbage eating anymore. I, I'm I'm at a level of a wealth. <laughs> I've accumulated enough wealth where I don't have to eat out of garbage. You like? I still will if I, grocery see, store. <laughs> if I see a choice morsel. I'll, I'll definitely still grab it. But um, yeah, um, if you have food lying around at a bar and you're not eating it fast enough, he'll eat it too. Yeah, well, two hours. Yeah, that's not fast enough. I figure that person's done. <laughs> but um but i uh it depends on if i'm sober or drunk when i'm drunk i'll eat lots of nasty by like whatever strikes my fancy i'll be like oh these nasty i don't know frozen corn dog fritters with sarsaparilla in them whatever crazy thing i see what? i've never heard of that before i i made it up it was just oh. time <laughs> but i don't I don't know. I just, I eat a lot of junk food. I love frozen pizzas too. I eat Jack in the box sometimes and that's not good for you. You can tell it's terrible, but I love it. So. Okay. 
All right. Well, I think we've come to uh, a good stopping point as we've hit the uh, the hour mark of the show. Even though you haven't told us about your garbage eating Everything I eat is garbage, Greg. That's just, just put it there. We'll just make that for okay. real. Like anything isn't good for me that I'm eating. But um, I, I try to get like some things that are somewhat, nah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so <laughs> we can finish off the show. I want to thank Shauna Toff very much for, for putting up with us and talking with us about uh, garbage. Thank you, Shauna. Over anonymous call, helping us out with her client. And she was very engaged. And, you know, that doesn't happen often. We get an engaged guest with us on one of our clients. So thank you for participating. We definitely appreciate that. And, My pleasure. Um, thank you for having me. Uh, you're, you're quite thank welcome. You if, you want to put, if you want to put another plug in for yourself, please do. Absolutely. My name is Shauna Toft. I am an actor, director, producer, MC, and model. And you can check me out at imdb.me slash Shauna Toft. That is S-H-A-N-N-A-T-O-F-T, phonetically spelled Sierra Hotel Alpha, November, November Alpha, Tango, Oscar, Foxtrot, Tango. That's right. Everybody's got Morse code out there. Pay attention. Also, if you I can find her like address, send her oh. salted caramel. What was that, Greg? I would like to thank your gaffer, too, because you've had the best lighting we've had on Zoom. Oh, thank you so much. That would be me. Oh, good gaffing. Good work. It's, <laughs> it's auto gaffing. <laughs> auto gaff. It's my box lights and my ring light, you know. It's all good. Nice. All right. Well, this has been another edition of the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bipper. Bip. <laughs> I'm changing the name of the show now. It's do it in, do it in military Bipper. letters. Quincy. <laughs> Quincy, Quincy Jones. All right. This has been. I'll try it again. I, I'm not speaking well today. I don't know what's going on. It's maybe just sobriety. All right. So this is once again has been the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. Thank you all, and goodbye. Your consultation with the law offices of Quiddle, Squabble, and Picker has ended. You may pay your retainer at www.qsblaw.org. Please exit to the right of the water cooler and grab a candy from the front desk. We hope to see you again soon, but you need to leave now. I said leave. Why don't they ever listen? Get out! Get out!